Network Studios in Hollywood. This. this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a groovy way of relaxing. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Number one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reed. Heffron and Reed, rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real. It says it right here. And now, reasons you should listen to Heffron and Reed, number twenty-seven. Because you need to cleanse your brain after watching Here Comes Honey Boo Boo on TLC. I'm a Trump mom's daughter, and I'm my daddy's princess. Heffron and Reap, the podcast that's good for your brain. Some podcasts pay for their internet stream using slush funds supplied by greedy corporations. We don't. If you believe in freedom, then vote for Heffron and Reap and Butera. And whoever else may be hanging out in the living room. John Heffron is responsible for the content of this advertisement. This, 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 this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reap. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. On, here we go. Hey, never everybody. Is, never, <laughs> never in the history has it been on uh, from the get-go. Welcome to another awesome episode of Heffern and Reap. I'm John Reap, and as always, sitting next to me with his Detroit hat on yeah. from Detroit, Rock City, John Heffern, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, afternoon. And Rachel Butera, who's usually with us, um, not here. We actually did a drop with her in it, and this is the one show. She didn't show up. She didn't show up, but uh, I got a text from her. She's uh, out having lunch with with Mike Judge. I'm so jealous. She's having lunch with Mike Judge. Yeah. He's interested in some talking stuff. About? She does voices. She does voices, yeah. and then he, she's going to end up on a cartoon, and then she's going to leave the podcast. <laughs> we'll never see her again. And because my wife loves her, because we've been doing some Heffern and Reap bonus shows, yeah. by the way, which I have to discuss with John. I went to John Reap's house yesterday. Yesterday, and we do these bonus shows because we can't always come into Toad Hop and do it live. So right. we've been doing these kind of bonus shows for when we're on the road and we're interviewing other comics, and, and me and John yeah. aren't with each other. Uh, well, here, you know. You got an example it, this, of one? This, yeah, this is what it would... It's the Heffern and Reap bonus show. Oh, sweet! This is the place where the guys upload bonus shows while they're on the road. Sometimes it's just John. Other times it's John and John. Huh? Either way, it's all good. <laughs> so that laugh at the so we went there and we recorded uh, like four hours worth of shows. <laughs> and then our brain was like, awesome, we have four hours worth of shows. Yeah. I'm getting ready to do a tour five weeks straight with Jim Brewer through Canada. So I'm going to be MIA. You're gone. So, so we'll bank some shows with me, Reaping and Butera. Yeah. So we did that. Some hilarious shows. Right. Uh, and you and can, I got to say, you have like... Like you spent some money on this equipment yeah, that you bring to your house. I mean, the guy looks like he's packing to go to Japan for three weeks when he shows up at my house. Yeah, but because you've got like this rolling luggage yeah. of of uh, I'm equipment. The, I'm the guy who's a really bad skier, but really likes to have the nice equipment. <laughs> really, you just hang out in the uh, lot lounge hands, the whole time. Hands down, we have spent more money on equipment. 
bumpers and sounders than any other podcast and yet make zero, zero money. Dollar. We're in the hole, buddy. Yeah, I know guys that record podcasts from their phone right before they take a dump. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I totally got like got 50 sponsors. I'm just totally making, <laughs> not that it's all about money, but you're just like, okay, yeah, well, they're not losing whatever. Money so like anyway, that. so I, so we record a bunch of stuff yeah. and it was funny. Uh, and then Reap's wife kicked us out of the house as, well, well, as a wife should. Uh, she and, said, I got to take the dogs out and I'm starving. And so John, I know what that means. trying to get us out of the house as fast as possible, goes over <laughs> to this mixer board thing and just unplugs it. Well, yeah, I, uh, I was trying to help you pack up and I, uh. So imagine gave, this. Imagine you like a jump working board. on your computer, yeah. and then just somebody coming and just ripping the I, electricity. I didn't rip it. I mean, that's that's it. Either way, we lost everything. We lost uh, well all of it. We didn't uh, lose all of it except for one. We, one we, show. We, we got one show out, out of that. That was that was funny. Okay. Well, first of all, yeah, before you throw me on the bus, but I have we to lost say this. everything because of me. Right. We were able to do any of that because you forgot to bring headphones. Oh, remember okay. that yeah, blunder? I was I was busy carrying all the other equipment <laughs> and the mics. So I, you know, being the saint that I am, America, yeah. went out and bought uh, some headphones and a converter for this podcast at Radio Shack. I used your car to go do that. Yeah. Came back. Oh, that was like a thirty minute delay right there. Yeah. Um, and mm. it was my fault. I did. You know, I unplugged it. Out of the wall that was going into the board, and I guess it hadn't downloaded into the memory card yeah, this yeah. time, so we did lose that last. We time. lost it, but anyways, you can get those on uh, at heffernandreap.com. There's a bonus show link. You can click on that and subscribe. There's gonna be some good ones. I'm gonna throw up a bunch of stuff when I'm traveling with Brewer. Uh, it's nice. gonna be. I got a couple good ones in the bank. I haven't even uh, yeah. You gotta edit those yet. and throw those up, and then also uh, I have a new app out, the John Heffern app, which is uh, uh, appetizer. Yes, you mean it's uh, a new. I'm making it. It's like a fried zucchini. Oh, uh, yeah, a little thing that nice. if you sign up for it, I will send fried zucchini to your house every month I didn't with know a little you were bit of fries. Culinary arts. Yeah, I'm a big uh, chef. Yeah, I'm, I enjoy Chef's it. Chef oh, you, well, I think you actually mean uh, application. Application, yes, like an app for your phone, right? Where uh, people can listen to our podcast. Um, and there's a bunch of comedy on there. And then there's some fun features that if you live with somebody, you can tell them to pick their shit up if they're laying it around. Yeah, I downloaded it's, your app, by the it's, way. It's called the Messy Pick. It's a bit I do in my act, but it, it will help well, you. It's going to help me yeah. because uh, I love my wife dearly. Yeah. Um, but there are times where things can just sort of be thrown around in the house. And I actually started a Facebook page. I never really got into it called My Wife's Mess. Yeah. Um, so now this this app of yours will come in handy. I'm going to start taking pictures. It's a cartoon, and then yeah, then she'll it's just you, like, hate me. Pointing at the mess like this, and then you can write like whatever you want about that mess, as if John is is saying it, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's a bunch of uh, cool stuff. I need like to get that. one of those. I need to get an app. I can get you one made, man. Yeah. Can do the Heffernoid yeah, podcast on it, and then that way we cross pollinate. Um... <laughs> By the way, also sensuous. too, thank you, thank you for sexual. everybody who left comments for us. Uh, oh, on yeah. our iTunes page at Heffern and Reap. Um, we'd love it if you go there and leave comments and, and hit the stars. Uh, we have some gifts for those of you, uh, some of you, we, we yeah. randomly picked. However, yeah, we kind of, we're idiots. Right, here's listen, the deal. We're not tech nerds. We're just comedians who try to be funny. We, we say things. And we try to give back, but we don't know how to get a hold of you now. Yeah. Like, I thought you clicked on the iTunes and it would say, but there's no way to contact you. So, to be honest. Well, I mean, not, not really. I mean, there's a way that we could say their name or that they signed in with, but then anyone can claim that they're that person. So we can't really do honestly track them down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where we screw we up. We need a guy. We need a guy that can just do 
yeah. to do all this stuff. Because last night I was doing a bunch of techie type, trying to do web stuff. And it takes you forever because you have to learn what you're doing I learn, as you go. And I don't have that kind of time. I'm home for like a day. Yeah. And to be honest, I'd rather not for three hours figure out how to edit. We need a guy that records to... your stuff. You hand it to him. You load it up. Oh, you got an app? Bam. Here, here's a, a, I put a picture up for you. Here's we need. Are they hard to find? So if you're listening to their Heffern and Reap show. Com. And you I don't are even know what kind of guy would need at like tech savvy internet nerdy not nerd I don't want to call you nerd because you're gonna help us but if you're good at that stuff you know contact us at Heffern and Reap on Twitter at Heffern and Reap uh, let us know because we can offer you zero dollars uh, <laughs> we can offer you. I guess we'll put your which name is, which in the is credits what we, what, if we what, ever get a TV show. I don't know. How do we? How would we? Uh, we got to figure out. How would we? Because I, I can't do it. I'm just. I just. But how do we like make it worth their time? You know, we got to. We can something. figure. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Girls, we we'll send get, them girls. Yeah, yeah. You got girls. I don't know how, how, how much is your wife willing to donate to the cause? You know, I can ask my wife. I don't know how well it's going. Depends go. on the dude. If he's clean. <laughs> yeah, I could go to her and go. Listen, listen. You want to support the show? Yeah. I mean, if you're really Honey? a fan of mine, and you're for better or for worse, you're gonna have to this bone this what, guy. This I don't what, know what to tell <laughs> This is what it's come to. Yeah, I don't know what to. We, maybe we should have some sort of merchandise at some point that we can sort of sell. On. I know guys that do that where if you you sell a T-shirt, yeah. and then it's and then what they do is they give whoever their person is a percentage of. The stuff. Oh, there you go. That's a way that we don't lose money, but and we can also maybe s somehow hey, end up making some cash for this guy who's going to help us. So I was online yesterday trying to find. Um, you got to do a subject change if you're going to do that. Oh today. yeah, sorry. Heffron and Reed. Subject change. So have you heard this song before? I was listening to it online, and people like are go like go crazy of it. Like this is some anthem yeah. that they've heard, and everybody. I was reading the comments, and I've never heard this song before. But I don't know if it's if it's a is a song about North Carolina. Oh, let me hear or, it. Or here, this is. Oh yeah, dude. Well, this is Wagon Wheel. And, uh, yeah, but like, why why do people? How how old is this song? I am not hundred percent sure. How do I not? I've never even heard this. What did you hear? How did you get it now? I had uh like Shazam. Yeah. Like on my on well, my where phone. Where did you hear it? Where were you Shazammed it? Where were you at when you heard it? Do you I don't know. Okay. Were you in Tennessee? Were you in Nashville? Because I know you were just in Nashville not too long ago, right? Land of the Pines. Yeah, how do you know this? North Carolina. Is that why? I see headlights. This is Wagon Wheel. I forgot the name of this band who does this one. Damn it, and I should know this. Uh, Old this is something. a cover song. Old Crow Medicine Show. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. You should get their whole album. I mean, if you like this kind of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good music, honestly. Uh, well, if you go to Nashville, which you were... Did you go down Broadway when you are in Nashville? No, I didn't do anything. you got to go down Broadway. I know you don't drink anymore, but that, that, there's just tons of bars and right, stuff right. right there. And uh, lots of great music. And it's not just country or bluegrass. There's all kinds of great music down Broadway and great bluegrass and country. And every little bar you go into has its own little band, and they're playing cover songs. And nine, you're going to hear this song probably five times in one night. I've never it's heard a of it. favorite. Down is it there. because I'm a Detroit guy? I've never Probably. heard this song. I don't know. It's kind of like Detroit songs I haven't heard too. To it's kind of like when I go, like I was in Ohio. This was years ago, and they had uh, OAR. The word Raleigh is in there, and that's where I went to school. So that's like when that when they say Raleigh, everybody goes, ah, you know. It's weird how there's certain songs in certain parts of the country yeah. that they're really into, and yeah. then other parts they're like, I've never heard this song. Right, right. Like uh, Blowfish used to have a song like that. Which one? I don't remember, but I know they had like a name of a, a town in it. 
and the place would go nuts with it because it was somewhere in the south. I forgot where it was. Like I the, even forgot the song, but I just remember "Crazy Game of Poker" uh-huh. by uh, OAR. You know that song? I don't think. So. You never heard that song? No, I don't think I have. Do you have it on there? Uh, I don't know. You know me. If I start looking, then you've forever. officially lost me. Unless you have a great story but that I can be looking. What's it about? Uh, it's just a, a thing. It's called the uh, uh, greatest game of poker, and it's uh, is it a country? But song? everybody, I never heard of the song before until I went to whatever city I was in. Yeah. And everybody was like, uh, like one of those bar songs where everybody yeah. stops yeah. and starts singing, and yeah. you're like, how do I not? Yeah. Know this. Why am song? I left out of this fun? Involved but it's a regional thing, though. Yeah, I think it is. Well, James Brown had a song. We're like, going back to North Carolina. Like he had a whole thing about it was the Night Train. I think James Brown has a song Night Train where he was talking about like all the places he toured. And so it's good to have like if you're a musician, it's good to have a song like with a, that with, with, uh, with some sort of tie to like you know, the if you city. Can, if you can put every city in there somehow, you know that's genius. There was a. Uh... I can't find O's in here. There was uh, this song, the the country guy going, and it, it's like a great day or something where the guy goes, and the Detroit, like the country uh-huh. song, threw in Detroit Lions into the song. Uh, okay. So I was like, oh, this is great. It's yeah. like, uh, do you know what country song I'm, I'm singing? It's like, was it Zach Brown? Was no. Was it the Zach Brown band? It's no. a, uh, the it dude's a little, country? yeah, the dude's country? older. It's a dude, older dude. But then when I bought it on iTunes, it said, and my Bengals won. And I was like, what? Seriously? Like, so they just recorded every, every city and just spiced it in, whatever market that song was. That's what they throw in was genius. But when I bought it, I was <sighs> like, you mother. Like, so it just made me not be into that song. That's funny. That's a good, well, I, now I just remember the Hootie and Blowfish song it was. He was talking about uh, his dolphins made him cry because he's a dolphins fan. It's such a baby cause the dolphins made me cry. Oh, Ain't I thought nothing that was... I can do. All I want to be with you. That song. You know? That song, uh, actually, w- when I used to do morning radio in Detroit, that song would come on a lot. And yeah. I had dirty, I still think dirty lyrics for a lot of songs. But that one was, uh, I only got a one inch tool. <laughs> One inch tool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's and I can to this day. I, only got I one can. Inch tool. I cannot not think of that song. I, I have to say, and then the outfield. You know that song. And when you leave, close the door. But don't come around. Are you leaving? Now? I don't know that. Are you? Shakir, Shakir, by the way, uh, number here. one. The guy who just walked in has the number one album on iTunes album? as we yeah. speak. Album. Album. He cut it as an album. CD because it's like just. It's just stuff. It's not online. even. A, it's not what's a, even. Yeah. Right. What do you say? I thought he was gonna say your no. podcast or something. Oh yeah. No, you no my comedy. album. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, man. What's it called? It's an, Revenge for the Holocaust. Revenge for the Holocaust. Now uh, this is uh, obviously great. About number Mexicans. one, dude. Dude, it's like <laughs> Ari is number one, and then every other comic who's ever walked the earth is, is below Ari Shafir right now. Well, we have a lot in common. And you, John, Reeves. three uh, number ones in here right now. I was never number one. No, no. You were like, number one on that? Last comic standing. But yeah, but that's. I'm just saying number oh, ones yeah. in general. Number I'm not ones, trying yeah. to be John specific. Reap, you, I looked at you. I'm you were 163, one. one of your albums. Really? I wonder which one it was. Was it Bless His Heart? Still or right or now? Jethro. Yeah, and then, and then, yeah, of course. That's not because it's been out a while. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I'm yeah. amazed by those the albums that have been out for four years and are still like number 24. And like, Bill Burr has like every one of his albums. Like, there's some guys that just kind of come up with congrats on them. Why'd you want You forgot your earphones. I forgot my earphones, yeah. And we gave him a little plug, though. And yeah, it's not I mean, bad. hopefully, it's not one-two punch. I'm really excited about. It. I didn't know how, it's like doing it on our own. You just where did you, you now? When you did that, Denver Comedy Works. 
That's where I recorded my the, uh, for, yeah, the better awesome. half, by the way, downtown, online. Downtown or yeah, uh, downtown. Yeah, yeah. I recorded one of my albums there. You can't. I don't. There's no bad sets there. Uh, <laughs> no, it's I don't a know. If there, I don't know uh -huh. if there's a better club in the country to record an album. Yeah, it looks some clubs nice. it sounds great. Yeah, and it's so loud. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because it's the way it's built. It's underground, and the ceilings are low. And the audiences are always pumped and primed. The, so the club's got great history, and yeah. so if you if you if you have a, a cool a, young a, people because it's downtown, it's not in the mall. Exactly, and if you get like a moderate laugh, it's going to sound like you just had no, the best joke of, of all time. It's love. Yeah, it's, it's just amazing. Ah. It's, it's awesome. Right. Congratulations. Now, when you recorded it, were you worried about uh, the next time you performed that? Oh gosh, I'm going to go on stage, or did you did it? Did, the next did time it sit long enough? Where then, when it came out, then you're already doing new material, or do you not? Oh yeah, care? I tried doing it first in in uh, on Halloween in um, in Edmonton, and the recording didn't come out at all. It was a fuck up by the people who were supposed to do it, right? Um, hmm. And just unusable like audio, just crackly so and whatever. Like CD, not DVD. CD, yeah. But then right after that, after that, I started trying to build new material, and then by the time I realized it didn't come out. I already had like 15 minutes, so then I was just I was still working on new material and just waiting to to do yeah for Denver in May. Well, that worked out in your favor. Yeah, then. it worked out great. So then after I recorded, I already had 45 by then. So the whole thing's 45, the whole CD. No, the album's an hour. Hour. But nice. I've got a new hour already. I'm oh, saying it's like it's nice. It's yeah. nice when you do it. But that that's the bad thing is. Don't worry about no overlap. Yeah, I want to come up with a new special, but I don't know how. I don't know if I want to do it, then release it, and then. Like Seems everyone like else did, or I'm trying to convince Reap. Like now, do it yourself. I don't know if you need to do a, a full hour anymore. Like oh, I'm right. trying to convince Reap. Cap yeah. has this idea to do like six minutes once a month, new like really? six minute bit, put it on YouTube. Because who's going to find it anyway? They're all going to find it on YouTube. But what charge for that six? Like minutes? a dollar? Yeah, or charge a dollar on iTunes or something. A dollar for six minutes. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, you buy ten you, minutes, they, they have, a, a bit or two. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. You have they have music videos. Yeah. Right. Or here's a, here's a bad thing. It's like if they get like a bit and a half of yours for ninety nine cents yeah. with video. Right. That's that's worth it. Yeah. A really solid bit. How much did uh, Louis C.K. charge for his one hour special? Five, Five. But he sold it all on his own through his website, which costs that. that you know how when your tickets are twenty five dollars, yeah. Ticketmaster charges forty. Right, right. And right. you're like that extra fifteen so, goes to the venue, goes yeah. to Ticketmaster. It all he goes just to him. Does away with all that. Yeah, he does it. That's not a bad idea. Six you can minutes. do that when you have cash. You can make crazy cash if you have crazy cash. Yeah, it's getting to yeah. that crazy cash that allows you. Then you're then that allows you to do and have such a huge following that everybody knows to get it from your site. Right. And not to yeah. go to iTunes is that or what anything you're else. doing, by the way? And you did all this yourself, and you're putting out. I'm doing my own. I'm putting on iTunes though, I, on iTunes. and Amazon, and like a bunch of Spotify and stuff like that. But like, yeah, I'm putting it. Uh, everyone's able to number now. one, dude. Yeah, it's crazy, it's right? All, all word of mouth, really. Yeah, I mean, you haven't. It wasn't on TV. No one talked. Uh, I'm, no I'm telling you, I'm yeah. sleeping under a billboard for Jim Gaffigan's Comedy Central CD, like <laughs> right outside my door is a giant billboard of his. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And you're number one. Yeah, I love his. That. Has been out for a few weeks already, yeah. but. Like, yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm telling you guys, you could do now. I was talking to Bill Burr at the a lounge at the at LAX, and yeah. he put one of his specials, his newest one, like right went right to Netflix. Yeah. Skipped oh, yeah. Comedy Central, yeah. skipped yeah. all that. His second old one. He just put a new one out like, and last week. Yeah, and everyone watches it because you now that that's how it goes. Yeah. Let's say just for an example, the three of us off on Netflix. Yeah, the three of us. You could have yeah. a theme. Yeah. Okay. Let's say you go comics of Toad Hop Network. Yeah. And everybody does 15 minutes yeah. and compile an hour show yeah. and then throw that on Netflix. My theory is you could you could blow up again, get people to show up at your show, 
only seeing 15 minutes right. opposed to a full hour. Right. And now right. you're not, you know what I mean? If you do like the rednecks of comedy, whatever it is, yeah. all those guys had short sets. Right. At 15, you don't have to bury that bit. You can just be like, yeah, you'll see this. Don't worry. And you also yeah. get. 40, and it's new material. So then imagine like yeah. if every, I got to stop saying so imagine. That's one thing I don't want to say. Imagine. Or, or, or here's the deal. No. But you did, let's say, four of those specials a year. So every yeah. three months, here's a new special. Then yeah, you're staying great. in front of everybody. Yeah. But over the course of the whole year, you haven't even used 30 minutes of material. Yeah, that's... If all the other guys are on there strong. That's what I would do if I had any money at all. <laughs> we need money to make that happen. <laughs> you could do it so cheap, though. You I did do a, a lot of this really cheap. I did a, a special for Nickelodeon has a mom's network. That's, yeah. that's oh, yeah, what, how, how edgy my material is. Your special aired on that? Uh, oh, I did a set, and we did yeah. it at some hotel around here, and a bunch of comics, and they had 150 people in this room, and they and they shot it like a triangle. It rocked. It, it felt like when I shot my other special that had 3,000 people in front of it. Yeah, really? my set felt the same as being in front of. So you could, yeah. like, you know, the three of us get 150 paid audience people, right. have the set looks nice, get yeah. up, do 15 minutes. By the end of the night, you have an hour special that's on Netflix. Who wants to sponsor that, bitches? How do you make money? I mean, do we just get a percent? Each person gets a percentage. It's about the love, John. It's about bringing happiness. It's about the person with cancer watching. You give it to Netflix on a certain way. They pay for it. I I don't know how they pay for stuff on Netflix. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't really know how they do that. Right. I would sponsor it, though. I would literally call it the... um, Bud Light. The, uh, yeah, the the ball itch cream comedy thing. Or or you you theme it, you know? Pay us comedy store. Yes. <laughs> just or yeah. you do it and or you do that special put it up on the website there's this maybe one of the hottest fitness chicks ever uh and she does a thing where she shows you uh, uh remember charo oh, oh yeah. from like she was pretty hot <laughs> what, the, 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 like fruit on her head what was the thing she would say all of a sudden what was it she what was it so I'm looking at him like he knows. Uh, <laughs> like I have no idea what <laughs> she was on like the love boat love boat a bunch and all that stuff she had a little catchphrase, though. I can't remember. A cha-cha-cha? No. <laughs> like a boom chicky chicky. I don't know. Do you have internet? Can you look? It's crazy. <laughs> it was dumb. She, she barely spoke English, mm-hmm. but she was very energetic and giggly and, and, she and wiggly. And she would, yeah. She's always Well, shaking. that's like the chick on Modern Family. I mean, she's the same thing. kind of like her. Oh, yeah. Like without the fruit on her Yeah. Yeah. She wore a hat with just fruit all over I, I don't know how to get <laughs> the screen to uh, like go over here. I would look up. Like the Chiquita banana. Oh, this one. Thank you. How are you doing, Reaper? Hold good on. man, good. Yeah. Well, you were just where were you? Subject change. We're changing the subject. Oh. Where were you at? Where were you at this last week? I was at the comedy store every night, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I had sets. Were you really? Yeah, what? Called you worked in, out dude. in town? Yeah, yeah. How was I, it? I had this whole month off because I thought I was going to be in Detroit still shooting this film, but they released me early. I, I, I oh. wrapped early, so I had this whole month off. I didn't plan any gigs. Oh wow! So I called in to the store, and mm. I was there. Wednesday, Thursday, no, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's fun to hang out there, especially on weekends. Yeah. Everybody's getting a little loaded. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but I have not been, back. I've not, I haven't had a drink since Tuesday. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going to, well, my wife and I are going to our wedding anniversary in Hawaii again. So you want to look good for your... Yeah, I'm trying to look all good. <laughs> but, but it's different being there and not having a drink than uh-huh. it is to, you know... It's just a still whole sort of fun, but yeah. it's it's fun. Coochie coochie, coochie. that's oh, what it was. Coochie coochie coochie. That's yeah. what she'd say. <laughs> wow, <laughs> the dumbest thing ever. What does that mean? Is that like a Spanish word for something? Coochie coochie. Coochie is. I think it's your coochie. It's like hello. Yeah. It's downstairs. My right? vagina vagina. My vagina. My vagina. Vagina vagina vagina. You think this whole time she was getting away with saying vagina on American TV? What's coochie? Like coochie? I would hundred percent say think coochie is a vagina. Maybe they got it from her though. Maybe that word. Maybe because of her, it turned into that. She was on network television saying my vagina, my vagina. Over and over again on a love boat. 
Oi, mia vagina. Vagina, vagina, vagina. Have you been traveling a lot, Ari? Yeah, I got from Indianapolis and Toronto before that. How was Toronto? Great. Where'd Com- you? Comedy festival just for laughs. They did a sick one. They did a so such a good idea. They had that you make a reservation. They the show who's there. Then people make reservations, um, like who wants to see John Reap, let's say. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then depending on how many reservations you get, they find a venue that's suitable. Reap. Size wise. <laughs> right. Oh, that's cool. And then sell more reservations. But they just see. It's like Amy Schumer. They put her in like a 200-seater. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, we were way off. Yeah. And then they moved her to like a 1,000-seater. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's just sold those out. Yeah. Boy, that's that's such a... Uh... That's pretty smart. Yeah. So no one was in too big a place. No one was in too small a place. Where would where'd you end up? The comedy bar mostly, and then yeah. a couple other places. Yeah. And then I did. I, Rogan was there, so I opened for him at Massey Hall. How's that? I'm I'm there uh, in uh, November, Massey Where? Hall. You're really mm-hmm. Not just you, me, Brewer, uh, Godfrey, and this Deb Di Giovanni. Three levels. Just for laughs tour. We the do. The place looks beautiful. Deborah Giovanni. Yeah. How, how did you say her last name? Because I'm hosting Di this. Giovanni. Di Giovanni. She was on my season of Last Comic Standing. You can just say, hey, this fat girl. <laughs> right. <what's laughs> she has jokes for you. Who loves cats. <laughs> yeah, just, just kidding, Deborah. I love you. She was on my season. Um, so it's nice, though. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's beautiful. Three levels. It's awesome. It's now, awesome. when you uh, when you touring, crackers. Yeah. are you touring on your own now? Are you mm-hmm. still doing a lot with Joe? Barely at all anymore. That's awesome. Yeah, all this podcast stuff's really taking it all off. See, John? That's what we get to look forward to. It'll be the DC Improv DC in October. Improv? They finally had me. Nice. For we got to Ari Smart though. We uh, like Ari's plugged more of where he's performing than we, we have, have in I will be a in year the... of trying to podcast. Hang on, let me you guys it. should have before like each break. One of you says where where you're gonna be. Okay, hold on. Let's do this. Okay, ready? Ari, you you go around the horn because I think we have a minute before we have to play commercials and then a song, which I completely don't understand. November eighth, uh, I'll okay. be in. So ready? Hold wait, on. Wait, wait. Here we go. Okay, go. Heffern and Reap, shameless plugs. Go ahead, Ari. November eighth, I'll be in Chicago at the House of Blues with Joey Diaz. Uh, October 17th. October 17th through 20. I will be in Kansas City at Stanford and Sons. Come see me. Nice. This week I am in New York at Gotham. Next week I will be in Royal Oak, Michigan, uh, the hometown. Week after that I will be in Portland. All that information you can three. get at. Go to heffernandreap.com for tour dates and great links. Hey, did you get that? It's heffernandreap.com. Go there now. Efren and Reap will be right back. I'm just addicted to it. Oh, yeah. Just all around cool. They're awesome. Number one. (laughs) You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. The Soda Stream Soda Maker is fun as hell. The kids are going to love it. There's 50 different flavors, and it's healthy. There's no fructose, corn syrup, or aspartame. So pick one up at Bed Bath & Beyond, Target, Macy's, Kohl's, and Walmart. Or just go to Soda Stream. Are you an inventor? Or do you know an inventor who would like to attempt to have an idea or invention patented and submitted to industry? For free information on how to get started, call InventHelp toll-free at 1-800-762-7000. InventHelp is America's largest invention company. Their referrals have helped inventors secure more than 7,000 patents, and they can provide free inventors' information for you. Find out how to record your invention's date of origination and get an informative brochure and other material of interest to new inventors. Get started by calling 1-800-762-7000. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product, you'll want to get this free inventor's information from InventHelp. 
Find out how to try to patent your invention and submit it to industry. Call now to get your free inventor's information. Call 1-800-762-7000. That's 1-800-762-7000. Here's reality, guys. If you're over 30, your testosterone levels may have already begun to decline. It's a medical fact that testosterone levels decrease with age. Here's the good news. Protein, the only all-natural dual-action testosterone supplement, is giving away a free month supply to every guy that calls today at 800-643-8577. Kick your drive back into high gear and be the man you want to be again. Try it for a month for free. There's nothing to lose. Feel younger again and be the man you want to be. Call 800-643-8577 for details. That's 800-643-8577. Are you sick of cigarettes ruling your life? Tired of the yellow teeth and shortness of breath? Think nothing out there works? Think again. Introducing Miraset, the all-new revolutionary solution to stop smoking forever. Miraset is an all-natural spray registered with the FDA created from homeopathic ingredients. Miraset suppresses your nicotine cravings and withdrawal symptoms, allowing your body to reprogram itself to remove the crave forever. Former longtime smokers are marveling over the effectiveness of Miraset. Randy writes, I've tried several stop-smoking products without any success. After trying Miraset, Miraset, my overall health is so much better, and my urges have gone away. Miraset is not a temporary solution with harmful side effects like some of these other products. It is an all-natural and permanent solution to stop smoking for good. Order your one-month supply of Miraset today to end the nicotine addiction for only $49.95 with a money-back guarantee. We care about restoring your health. Order Miraset now and stop smoking forever. Call 800-394-6149. That's 800-394-6149. My mom always says... Hard work never hurt anybody. Good advice, as usual. So we worked very hard to make Geico.com very easy. Say you want to report a claim and follow its progress. You can do it all online at Geico.com. Not to mention, perhaps, saving a tidy sum of money on your car insurance. All it takes is a few clicks. So visit Geico.com today. Oh, and Mum, if you're listening, yes, I did wash beyond my ears this morning. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Finally, a podcast made with all natural comedians, 100% organic, free of antibiotics and growth hormones of any kind. Well, okay, they may be juicing just a little bit. Live from Los Angeles, this is Heffron and Reed, free-range podcasting like you've never heard before. And now, here are your hosts, John Heffron and John Reed. Everybody, we're back. Uh, we missed you during the break. Yeah, uh, been... hope your lives turned out well. Hope nothing overly tragic happened to you for the two minutes we were gone. Right. Obviously, Shafir just left. If you could, um, you know, go post comments on Ari's uh, new album. Uh, what a great guy too. He's a great guy because uh, he knows that the parking here is not good. Put a quarter in our thing. John and I carpool. We had to park at a meter, and so it's only an hour. And so Ari agreed to go put a quarter in the meter for you. Isn't that nice? We need to do it. I'm telling you. And I know I've, I've said it, but uh, I'm starting to be, I'm, I'm starting to go rogue and going to start doing things strictly for myself and not wait for other people like, hey, should we do this or whatever? Right. Start me, doing it. Me and you, uh, we're different yet similar. Yeah. Could do a special together. Mm-hmm. Um, self-release it. Mm-hmm. As the podcast build. People who are into us would, would probably love to just hear our stand-up. Yeah. We each do 30 minutes on it. Yep. We have some big podcast guests before the show or after. Right. Um, and, and stuff like that. And yeah. then we Netflix it. Dude, it's, and then it, it's, sell it it's, online, too. It's that simple. That's a good idea. Or you find one sponsor to sponsor that. 
they get the cost and then you give it to the people. Yeah. And you let that sponsor do some sponsor things. Like it's the whatever. And then there's like a commercial in the middle right. of the uh, thing or something like that. Yeah. We could have Rachel come out and like introduce us, you know, like one at a time. And then we sit down and do a podcast at the end. Or something. Or beforehand, maybe. Or just make it just be just about stand-up. Who would go first? Who would go last? I think you shoot it. Uh, I, I, <laughs> be, I, I, you would have to have separate. Um, oh, you're saying separate venues and everything. And they just cut it together in one show. You could do it that way. Oh, that's interesting. Or you have it the same night. I think it's the same night would be cheaper, easier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And hmm. then we do the – I think the podcast would have to go first because I don't think – Or even though you even don't do the podcast. We just plug just it. show. Yeah. And we just do – it's just straight stand-up. Yeah. Because right. I'm good. I, I think it could be done so easy, but uh, let a, all of our people tell us 50,000 different ways why it shouldn't be done that way. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to just – Freaking shake off everybody and just. It's like, weird as a comic where there's just so much. You just know. You just. Because with agents and managers um, that everybody has, yeah. they're kind of all clinging on, going, here's why you need me still. Yeah. Because you pay them, you know? Like, I pay out to be on. Like, it's weird how many people actually get a, a cut of what For every doing. dollar that I make yeah. at wherever I'm at, um, I pay out close to 70% really? on a dollar. Yeah. Wow, seventy percent! You got to be. You're talking about like Everything. government too, like taxes. yeah, yeah. You go taxes, agents, managers, business managers, right? You're paying. You're paying Tra almost cost, cost of travel. Yeah, that that's on top of though all right. that. So all that stuff doesn't even. Yeah. Your manager, like, bro, if, if you make a hundred bucks and it costs you twenty five bucks to get there, yeah. You and don't. You, you gotta give like. You still. You still got to pay percentages on yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, you know, I guess I could talk about this. My my manager is leaving nope. uh, the, the, the firm or company he's at, not the firm, the company he's at. And uh, I've been with this guy for a while, and I'm thinking, uh, gosh, do I even need that? You know, because I've already got the theater. This is all inside jargon. I hope it's not boring to their average listener. I don't know. But... As long as you say it upbeat and uh... – Yeah. Uh, hold already... on. Hold on. Ready? Watch <laughs> this. Ready? Music under it? There you go. So I've got a theatrical agent, right. and his job is basically to get you auditions for movies, uh, television shows, that kind of thing. I've got, and that's what he does. I've got a commercial agent <laughs> who sends you out on commercial auditions. I've got a uh, – what else do you need? You've got a, a, a PA, personal appearance booker. That's like TJ, the, the guy who sends you out of comedy clubs and theaters. Yeah. You do live performance and stuff like that. And then there's a manager who's supposed to be in charge of all of that, but I don't really know how to keep tabs on them. To see if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. You have to almost, I think it's you one of those. You just have to trust them, I think. Well, with a manager, you also have to, like anything in life, if you give too much power to the, the person in charge, then you're not, nothing's going to happen. You have to go, here's what I want. Here's how I'm going to get it. Here's my steps that I'm going to do this. Yeah. And now you can help me reach those. Because if you sit back and go, well, I just, how come you're not I, doing everything? How come that no one's going to do that? It's yeah. not it's not 1940 anymore where, like, listen, there's a catching couch and some woman who books a TV show. Yeah. You know, the big executive hooks up with her and then you, there's none of that fun stuff going no. on anymore. No. So you have to create it. That's why with this podcast. Yes. You get people to subscribe to the shows, go to Heifer and Reap. You build that following. Hopefully you're entertaining to everybody. And then over time. Or over time, I'm talking within months, yeah. you have a big enough crowd where then you go, here's a special. And right. then we right. give value because, you know, it's weird. When you have a job where you don't physically produce anything tangible. Like a real 
Like, job. like here's, I just made you here's a chair. A tire. Here's a chair or a tire. <laughs> yeah. Then you know, but for us, sometimes I get in the mind space of, yeah. what the F do I do for a living? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I have, I do. Making people laugh, but they don't have anything to take I'm home. I'm just assuming them. people want to hear me. I'm yeah. assuming, yeah. but then you have shows where, where people come up and, and I've gotten hugs from people. Yeah. Where you've moved them enough yeah. where they're like, oh, I'm having really crappy time in my life. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Or oh, I was going through chemo, like all those extreme yeah. cases. Either you were just and that makes you feel so you were good. entertainment for for an hour, yeah. and for an hour those people were into you, and then at the sixty-one minute mark you're forgotten, right? And they go on and live their life, but you you kind of did it. And I guess yeah. there needs to be us clowns, John. There needs to be <laughs> us God. clowns. Thank God. Well, let's get rid of that insight. Let's do a subject change. Efren and Reed. Subject change. So you know my dad. Uh, have I told you what my dad does? I know nothing about your family. And Do you want to know? My wife even said something. My wife yesterday asked. She said she loves Rachel. Yeah. And then I she goes, too. and then she goes, does Rachel have any brothers or sisters? Yeah. And then I said, I think she has a brother. Because somebody said I look like him or something. Very, yeah, very dashing uh, young man. Yeah. <laughs> and then my wife asked, she goes, is John an o- o- only sibling? Does right. John have anything? And then I looked at her and I go, huh, I don't know. And then she goes, how can you have, uh, see him once a week yeah. and been and doing podcasts with him and not have this guy? What does n- that say about you? I, I don't, I just don't <laughs> ask questions. Do you know if I he have any? care about me. Do, I, do you know if I have any? Yes, you have, because uh, we covered this earlier on, and I remember because I care about you. You have uh, stepbrothers, right? Nope. You have half-brothers. You have, a, you have younger siblings that you're not, you're like half-related to in some, st- they're stepbrothers, right? Nope. Stepsister? You don't even listen. I talk, you no, just don't come listen. come on, one of that. You don't even, I have, I have a brother right. and sister. I consider my brother and sister, but they're half-brother and sister. That was so right. That's have, exactly what I said. said. Step is different. Well, then I Steph would, it to be, half. would would be no I no blood. It to half. I don't yeah, know. I know nothing. I know nothing about you. I didn't even run a credit check. <laughs> I didn't do that verify service. Well, on I'm you. not really from Hickory. Uh, <laughs> my name is not John. Well, let's go through this here. What um? What do you want to know? I'll tell you anything. Oh, God, don't do that. Man. Will you pick a, a different song then? <laughs> I, I have no. Play cool wagon s- wheel. That's a good one. Okay, Just keep hold. it low. All right, Just here we go. Keep it low so we can talk. There we go. Land all right, the it's Pines. the Heffern and Reap show. Make sure you go to Heffern and Reap yeah, and uh, sign up for all of our shows, our bonus show, and subscribe to this one and leave comments. And if you happen to be buying anything on Amazon, you can click on our Amazon link at heffernandreap.com. It doesn't mm-hmm. cost you anything extra. We get a couple bones. But right now, on Heffern and Reap, I would like to ask John Reap some questions. Yeah. It's, it's a little segment get we're going to call. Me. Get to know John Reap a little bit. John Reap. We should have this segment all the time. But not just I, me. But I know nothing about you. Here's what I know about you. All right. You have you have a few dogs. Two dogs. Yeah. Few is three or more. Okay. I have a couple of dogs. You're married. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I know not to touch your wife's piano. Piano. Yeah, that's taboo. It's probably the, the the biggest thing. Yeah. Uh, your house is always very clean. Thank you. Um. That's about it. You don't know the history of the reap of me. I, I know. All you know is just the L.A. version. I also know you were in Cosmic Force, a dance oh, yeah, crew in the true. 80s. You know some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, nothing we have in common you kind of know. Well, I'll just give you a quick little thing here. I, I guess I should ask you, or it's oh, just me. Oh, sure. so, Whatever you want to know. So I guess we'll be like, let's say we're having lunch somewhere. Okay. We're going to be in a cafe. We're going to be Oh, uh, do I not have the cafe Chick-fil-A? one? Chick-fil-A. Didn't we have before? Didn't we do one where we were just yeah, talking? Yeah, like, like bar noise or something. 
It might be on a separate page, but uh, what John Heffern doesn't know is like the, the Hickory version of John Reap. Okay, so... There's a lot of people who know that his- history, and they're hopefully they're watching and or listening to this. Okay. And they're going like, why doesn't Heffern know that? Well, I grew up in Hickory, North Carolina. Right. Uh, which, you know, my little joke is it's like... You know you're a redneck when the word hick is in your town's name. You know what I mean? It sits at the bottom of the Appalachian Mountains, so literally hillbillies look down on us. You know? <laughs> right. it's, uh, it's not really as rednecky as I make it sound. You know, it's not, uh, it's, I think it's actually like the fourth largest city in North Carolina. Anyway, uh, my dad, if you ever come see me live, there's, what my fans will tell you, one of their favorite stories is uh, my dad uh, almost drowning trying to fix a hole in the bottom of our swimming pool. Uh, we have an in-ground pool that right. kind of has a lining in it. Right. And it got ripped. Is that a big deal in North Carolina? Like, who, who, had, in ground, who had in-ground pools? You, had guy, you were guys rich? We were, I would say, middle, uh, middle class. Because the in-ground right pool in the is kind of like, you're like, wow, that's, it's not one of those blue yeah. pools that you get to let your dogs have puppies in. No. It, this was a nice pool. Right. And our neighbors had a pool. I think it started with the neighbors getting one. And then my, my parents going like, we got to keep up with the... Settlemeyers, right? And so we, uh, they got a in-ground pool. I mean, it cost us. You know, we weren't rich; we were middle class. And once that pool happened, not much happened after that. It was like <laughs> that pretty much shut broke the wad on the pool. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, now, did you swim in the pool with? You have a brother. Yeah, I have a younger brother who's a year and a half younger than me. I knew that. Looking blonde hair. Okay, I knew smarter. that. Smarter. Uh, he's the uh, the better looking version of of, of me. He's got the mom jeans in him, so he's got a, you know, he he's got blonde hair. He's kind of shy. Okay. He's a civil engineer, you know, like he's a smart. He makes good dough. Okay. Uh, but he stayed in Hickory, but um, so me and my brother grew up there with the pool. Dad trying to fix a hole in the bottom of the swimming pool almost drowned because he decided to put a, a backpack full of rocks on to hold him down because it was at the deep end and to breathe through a garden hose. <laughs> so that that way he wouldn't float up while he's trying to fix it. Right. And uh, me and my brother were supposed to just hold the hose at the top, you know. Uh, that was our it, How old was your dad when he decided to make this decision? I, I'll be, I'm guessing he was 30s? Like 36, 35. Yeah. That's not necessarily. If you think about you when you I'm were I'm 40 and I'd do that shit now. Yeah, I would think of doing <laughs> say, I, I would not think Not a bad of, idea. Yeah, I, I would completely think of that. <laughs> yeah. But at the time when you were a little kid, you think your dad's a Genius. dad. Yeah. We not, were thinking what a, what a master plan this yeah, is. Yeah, not realizing that most dads are completely clueless and just trying to fake it and, yeah. you know, fake their way through. Yeah. Well, that's just one of the classic stories that I right. tell. You know, that's like my uh, free bird. If I'm Leonard Skinner, that's my free bird. If I don't do that bit at a show, people get mad sometimes. Right, <laughs> like, right. I'll right. help you tell that story. Right. I'm not gonna tell it here because that's just redundant. But um, you have a brother. Okay, got my dad was a cop for a while when we were uh, younger, and he quit uh, when we were like six or seven because he actually got shot in the stomach and almost died. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, he was respond. He wasn't even off. He wasn't even on duty. He was off duty. He had a, a radio in his car, and uh, he was just driving. He heard like a call, and he knew that he was the closest guy to this this call, right? Right. So he went just to check up on it, and it was a domestic dispute, which is like the worst kind. Right, right, right. And uh, so he went, and the guy was like beating his wife or something, and my dad went to go, you know, confront this guy, and it ended up in a scuffle. And the dude running, and my dad sort of chasing the guy, kind of hid behind a pile of wood, like a wood pile. Right. And somehow my dad had snuck around behind him. Now, my dad. He's uh, a big guy? Uh, Normal size? About 175 with muscle, you know, like 5'9. 
Okay. Like, how tall are you? Six? I'm, I'm, now I'm five like 5'11". 5'11". Like 175, but yeah. bigger. Yeah. Right. A little bit like he's wiry. Right, right. <laughs> you know, who knows what drug he's on. Right, right, right. Um, so anyway, the guy's on his, he's hiding behind this pile of woods. And my dad sees him and he comes up behind it. Right. And uh, the guy's on his knees and my dad's standing up. So he comes up behind him and he puts the gun to the guy's head. He goes, okay, it's over. I got you. Raise your hands. And so the guy raised his hands. Oh, when he did, him. he had a twenty-two in his hand. My Ooh. dad didn't know the guy had a gun. So when he raised his hands with a twenty-two, he just he went shot like, backwards. Back, pow, 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 pow. And, you know, twenty-two. that's the kind of gun that they use to assassinate people close range because a bullet doesn't. Yeah. My favorite thing is when people are talking about guns, they go, oh, it's a twenty-two. That's not going to knock somebody in. Like, they always have that. Like, really? Yeah. You're running at somebody and somebody shoots a twenty-two at you. Yeah. You're going to stop. Yeah, you're gonna. You're, you're it's gonna. It's not stop. a BB gun. Yeah, you're gonna take all ten of them <laughs> into your chest, a piece and of it's yeah metal that will pierce you. Yeah, it's gonna be inside of you. Yeah, and so that and that, it was point blank rage. The guy shot him once in the stomach, uh, one missed him, one hit him in the hand, and so right. my dad backed up. He's bleeding, and he pulls his gun out, and he just unloads on this guy. Shoots the guy, kills him. Right, and then at that point, other cops had already. Uh, showed up and surrounded this. Scene. Oh, your dad killed people. And they and they, they they responded as well. So everybody unloaded on that guy. Once my dad got shot, you shoot a cop. Yeah, especially every cop there will unload yeah. their gun into you. And yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. what it is. That's what happens. That's yeah. how close these guys are. Anyway, um, so because of that, uh, then he retired or well, got he was pension messed or up for a long time because. It's a twenty-two. Like I said, the bullet doesn't go through your body. It stays in you and bounces around. Yeah, so, so the bullet is still in his spine. Okay. And they can't take it out because it's too close to stuff. And right, They right. don't know what they're doing. They don't want to get in there and mess it, make it worse. So he was – he had to go to the hospital for a long time. Uh, his, he had to wear a colostomy bag. They had to mm-hmm. re- rewire his intestines. Uh, and they screwed and it was, that up. And he was a young guy when this happened. Yeah, he was he in was his 30s. probably like yeah, 29, 30, 31. <sighs> yeah. And so um, they rewired his intestines wrong. So then he was actually like poisoning himself with his own body. Oh, man. Septic shock, you know. <laughs> and so he had to go back to the hospital, get rewired again. And so he was just messed up for a long time. Right. But um, it's the, the funny thing now is like because of all these surgeries he's had, he's got like a, a scar that goes from his chest down to his, his belly button. And then he's got two that go sideways across. So, so it looks like he has abs. <laughs> yeah. He's got a gun on him, but it, but it, it looks, looks like he's got abs. Yeah. He's like, or, what are you talking about? Wait, wait, it's one down and then two, two across? Two across. So one, two. That's, three, like a, that's six. Know, that's six, right? That's a six you, pack. Two, four, six. Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right. <laughs> so, and he's kind of numb in one spot. You know, you can punch him all you want, and then he can't feel a thing. But um, it messed him up for a long time. But um, so he quit being a cop for a long right. time. Right. You know, and. Um, and then he was just a manager at Goodyear for a while, and, uh, and he made me and my brother work at a Goodyear. Now, fast forward to what he does today. Okay. So now my brother and I, we, we no longer li- live there. We're, he's got the empty nest. We're off to college, and he starts missing being a cop again because once a cop, always a cop. Right, right. I mean, in your brain. You know, you just, that's just kind of how it is. And, uh, so he's, but he's older. So now he just he sort of became a bailiff. You know? So he's like, he'll right, just right. say, all rise, and then yeah, everybody yeah. stands up, and then he sits down. <laughs> he makes people stand and he sits and it's okay because the judge laughs at him and he's got like a metal knee so he's like he can do that right right uh, but it just looks funny when you tell people to stand up the judge well, bailiffs though I mean every once in a while I'm sure stuff goes down in a, in a yes, courthouse because yes, okay. you have like a, a case where somebody's like 
I want my baby daddy. And then they like start fighting and yeah. they, they doing all that type of stuff. Yeah, it's still. I mean, that was in the news not too long ago. Some guy walked into a courtroom with a gun and was uh, was yeah. going to like seek revenge because of what happened to his wife being laid off or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of these judges was involved and he said, I'm going to shoot and kill you guys. Right. And the bailiff came in and saved the day. Uh, after this lady with a purse tried to attack the guy. And that, <laughs> did you ever see that video? No, no. You got to look it up. Have you seen it? It's hilarious. Um, it's scary and hilarious at the same time. Anyway, so uh, my dad, you know, he stays in touch, and he emailed me this this, this thing that happened recently. Do you need dad reading music? Uh, yeah, why not? I don't know. I'll try to read it as my as my dad here. How will this, uh, we're going to stay with this, dude, because you like it. It's the only one I have. Do go ahead. It's fine. Just wagon wheel. We're Wait. playing the shit out of the song. Yeah, so he emailed this to me. He <laughs> okay. sent this to me, my mom, and my brother. Okay. It goes, this was copied and pasted from a memo sent out to the departments and the sheriff's office. Here we go. <clears throat> Add a boy to officers David Reap and Tom Scarborough for preventing an escape in Superior Court last week. Just before sentencing the, by the judge, the convicted offender jumped over the rail to escape, and Officer Reap discharged his taser to prevent the escape. Reaping Officer Scarborough brought the offender under control and escorted him back to the holding area. Great job, guys. Keep up the great work. So my dad tased a dude the other day. I was so proud and then he tased him, <laughs> and, he and then he had to grab him. And then he had to grab him. Yeah, I got to get the details. I mean, this was just... How old your dad now? 64, 65, somewhere around there. And you think 20-some years from now... You that you would taser somebody and then tackle and then somebody? Tackle them? That's kind of encouraging to know that that was still... That he can do that. I mean, I, I'm 40 now, and I'm going... <sighs> I mean, I've already... I'm hard in yeah, my brain. I've already given up stuff, and I'm not even that old. Like, what's, <laughs> what's something you haven't done, which... Maybe we st- st- yeah, I haven't done sprints, sprints. In, in forever. I, I haven't done... Another move I haven't done in a while is... Uh, do you ever shove a buddy into somebody walking towards you? Like, so you're, you're walking, and then I know see a that. girl, I know that one. and then you, a girl's walking, and then you'll shove him, so Those he hits her. Those days are long gone, man. Well, why why do they have 20s. to be, though? If your dad can taser people and yeah. tackle them at 65, yeah. how come we can't jump up and try to slap a stop sign as we're walking by? Oh, or, we, I don't think we have to. I mean, that's, like a, that's his but job. But didn't you have fun when we did it, though? Yes and no, if I'm the one pushing Like, people, when was the last I time? I like getting pushed. Yeah, but or, or do you ever do that thing when somebody's walking and you put your foot out and just try to trip them? You hit that last foot to the other leg and knock them over. Yeah, yeah that's I just, mean that's douchebaggery stuff though. I but it's hated fun. That. We haven't yeah. done it. And... Well, that's because you were immature when you did it. But and then I'm talking you, though, about tasing the guy. But did, wasn't it a good time though when you did it? Yeah, it was fun. If you were to let's say Ari Shafir was in here and why Ari was telling you about his number one album, if I was to go behind Ari. And get on my hands and knees without him knowing. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, oh, that's great, Ari. And then you just give yeah, yeah. Shafir just a quick like, push. something on your shirt. And, and then shove him, him, and he falls over. Yeah. Do you don't think anybody else in here w- I, would start laughing? Yes. I think they'd laugh very hard, especially if he had like a big drink in his hand oh, with a lid funny. on it. And it just splashed on his face. I haven't, I haven't pushed anybody in a while. I haven't... Um, tased anybody I haven't, ever? I've no. never tased anybody. Have you been tased? Uh, I've not been tased. I've, been, I've not been tased. I've been cattle prodded. With a how how'd that with feel? A cattle prod. How'd that feel? It it hurts. I mean, it's sh- it's shocking. It, it'll jump you back. You know, it it it's sort of. Uh, but a, a, a real tase gun, the kind that shoots out the prongs, it yeah. goes into your body. That's that's the real deal. Not the one that you just put up against your arm. I mean, that yeah, will no, hurt you, you shoot. Yeah. and that will like make you stop what you're doing, but it won't knock you on the ground. Yeah, like, and that's what this kind of taser does. I've not had that done. Yeah, and, I used uh, to own stock in that company in the taser, the taser company. company. Yeah. 
What else haven't I done in a while? I haven't, uh, I haven't had a, gotten a bottle of Mountain Dew and yeah. stuck it in my back pocket and walked around like that. I don't think I've ever seen kids yeah, that do I've that. Uh, back pocket? I haven't walked around what without kind of a shirt on and jeans. Like a flask bottle? No, just like Dew? regular where you used to keep drinks in your back pocket. I never kept a drink back there. I mean, is that's that a, a Michigan? Like, is it a? Well, it's always cold up there, so I guess it wouldn't matter where you put it. Yeah, Not my brother always. does that all the time. And then you like back you have, pocket? You yeah. gotta have a big back pocket to do that. I don't think jeans these days have those big unless you got yeah, Wranglers. No, right? I know. I'm not insane. You'd have like the the thing, and then you'd have dip in the other one. Well, the and dip would the, go in the back pocket. And then for the, us, and then uh, the uh, thing there. I knew I knew a guy that would constantly have cigarettes and Mountain Dew in his hand at all times. Yeah, like if when you went to high school where I went, you were considered. A, it was called uh, burnouts. Yeah. There were only like two groups of people. You were either jocks or like burnouts. Now there's like seven. And you can always tell those guys all had. I remember this one kid used to have a jean jacket, uh-huh. and then he had a two liter of Mountain Dew. Right, two liter. Yeah, he would drink a two liter he out of Mountain Dew. He walked around the two liter. And then, and at our high school, you used to have this thing called a smoking lounge. Oh, like at high school. Wow, you could smoke before. Schools and so there was this. They whole, got rid of that the year before I went to high school. I, we I, had one. I, yeah, I think it was. I think I was maybe in eighth grade, and yeah. then you would go in the bus, or maybe even a freshman. Yeah, and they just those kids just looked so much older than you. Yeah, you know, you look at them and go, "Wow, yeah. to be a to be a high school senior, you can wear acid wash jeans and feather your hair and drink Let's Mountain go. Dew and smoke. Smoke. I bet you they have sex. It's probably the greatest thing ever. I can't wait to smoke cigarettes and drink Mountain Dew when I'm in. 11th grade. I should do that today. You know what? I, I don't no, have no, any don't, bad don't habits. Smoking. But smoking. here's what I figure. At my age now, could I outrun the cancer of smoking? If you started now? Yeah. You actually might. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yes, it's gross. Have you, you ever smoked? Maybe a pack my entire life total. Like in college, you're yeah. just at a bar and you're I smoking. I bet you could. I bet you I mean, you're going to be gross and you're going to be the person who well, smokes, which I think is right. disgusting. But, but I can start dipping. Yeah. I can outrun that's, gum disease. Well, most people would say that's grosser than smoking cigarettes. I don't know. Because you're spitting. You know, Girls don't like Maybe it. hearing this song. Maybe hearing Wagon Wheel five times this. Uh... i got to tell you another one real quick. Oh, yeah. Do I have time? Yeah, uh, we probably have about two minutes. This, I'll just make yeah. it brief. Uh, Dad, also, his job was to take prisoners to and from jail into the courthouse. I've seen movies where this does not work out well. Where oh. the big mob guy wants to free us, and then they shoot rocket launchers at the at his vehicle. Well, uh, close, close, not 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 that right. severe. So uh, he was taking this guy from court to jail. He it's not his job to make sure the prisoner's secure. That's someone else's job. He's right. just supposed to drive the vehicle. Right? right. So he drove the vehicle. He got out of the van. And he opened the van door, and uh, it was like a um, a little Latino dude. Right? I'm talking like four foot. Yeah. yeah. Eight. Right. Right. Small dude. And uh, he had handcuffs and feet cuffs, right? So dad took him out of the van, put him on the curb, and he turned around to close the door, and he heard, clink, clink, and he turned back around, and this dude had the cuffs off, the leg cuffs off, and my dad did that move at 60, where it's like, he kind of looked at him like, what are you going to do? Like he was going to wrestle? What, what are you going to do? And that guy's like, what are you, you going to do? <laughs> and like, it was too late. That, that Mexican guy took off. Just ran. And he was 20-something. And my dad, he said he ran like 10 steps. He goes, <laughs> he's out of here. The guy <laughs> ran a corner, and they never found him. He's gone. They don't know where he is. They I don't know where he's at. When I was on spring break, that happened in Daytona, where one of my buddies came running back to our room, and he had the handcuff, one handcuff still around his wrist, yeah. and he was holding the ticket book. 
because he was so skinny that he slipped his hand out, <laughs> grabbed the ticket book that had all the information, like where you're from, who are oh, you. What? So we had, they had a stack of people who got all arrested for tickets. drinking. Oh. And then the whole rest of uh, spring break, he had handcuffs around his thing and just wore it. It was like <laughs> such a badge of honor. And to this day, uh, he still has it. We, we still talk about it. All right. So that's great. Guys, uh, make sure you hit uh, heiferandreap.com. Uh, click on all the things you can possibly subscribe to. We have some great things coming down the line when we're not live here. Uh, of course, Check we'll, out the bonus yeah, show. Yeah, I know man. it's going to get confusing, but we're going to be uh, giving you more and more shows. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be uh, awesomer, awesomest. Heffern and I are committed to making this. Yeah, it's going to awesome be good. Make sure daily you, podcast you leave com, uh, uh, you know, comments and stuff like that. And we appreciate you listening. And John, since we were talking country so much, eh. I think we're we're going to go out with a little country vibe uh, type thing. Oh, by the way, get the John Heffern app. Uh, if you go to the app store, just type in John Heffern. It's a great app. You can listen to the podcast. You can hear all my stand-up. Nice. There, there's ways to tell your, uh, your people you live with to pick up their shit. Yeah. Uh, I'd appreciate it. So let's go out with this uh, right here. Turn it up. <laughs> it's all the uh, radio announcements actually have a personality. They're not sitting there all monodrone. They always are coming up with new stuff, new twists. Yeah. Uh, every once in a while, you guys are not boring. <laughs> You're listening to Heffron and Reap. Go to heffronandreap.com for tour dates and great links. Hey, did you get that? It's heffronandreap.com. Go there now. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.